0: Hello, podcast family, and welcome back to the Promethean Perspective. I am your host, Emily, and I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Guys, it is the last day of the Christmas season for this year. It's been such a beautiful journey and lovely season and I've just been so blessed to be able to just feel the presence of God in so many beautiful ways and just have the precious child Jesus like sleeping in my heart and just wrapped up there in the little manger that I was able to prepare for him over Advent it has just been so enjoyable to have his presence in his little infant precious way it's just been a joy and we are actually going into a new calendar year actually the day that this is going out believe it's january 5th so we are actually five days into the new calendar year but because we're catholic we did actually start our new liturgical year at the beginning of advent so this has given me a lot of time to really contemplate where the podcast is going to go this upcoming year. I can't express to you how grateful I am for the ways that the podcast has grown this past year. And it's been so beautiful to see what God is doing with it. We have listeners in Morocco now. Guys, that's insane. Ireland, Germany, Morocco, Taiwan. So many places out there that the Lord is touching people's lives. Through my little voice here on the podcast and he is enjoying it so much and I'm enjoying participating with him I'm loving getting to know you guys more through your feedback through your prayer request and just hearing how the podcast is impacting you it means so much to me thank you so much for your support as I've continued to do this podcast and hopefully respond to the best of my abilities to what God has called me to here in this podcast platform. So going into the new year, I've been contemplating some changes that we were going to make with the podcast and some differences that we're going to do. And I just thought, why not just start off the new year with it and just go at it strong and clarify it all for you guys. So let's get into today's episode. And But before we do that, um, I know we normally share our glory story, and I usually would give you some kind of instant throughout the week where God has really shown His beauty in, in an awesome way, and I've been able to be a witness to it in some way or another, and I get to see His lovely power and His radiance just shine through some experience. Some form of experience in my life and I like to share them with you guys because I think sharing awesome stories like that can be inspiring and it can encourage us to look for God in different places sometimes. So instead of doing a glory story, this upcoming year we're going to be doing something a little bit different. It's going to have four different things. Something we're reading, something we're praying about, like a prayer or something that is really sticking out to us and we're just enjoying and it's drawing us closer to the Lord something we're eating, which is going to be a little fun, and then also something that we are loving. So there's these four different categories of reading, praying, um, loving, and eating. And those are all four different categories that I want to share with you guys to give you some encouragement, some inspiration, some fun, some laughter, some tips on. And I just think it'd be super fun to every episode just share one of those four things with you and make the episode a little bit more Promethean perspective by sharing some brighter life-giving creative perspective (laughs) so um but yeah if you guys have any input or if you guys have any feedback on this new format of the podcast I would certainly love to know and you are more than welcome to send me feedback at mothermary15 at iCloud.com guys let's get into today's episode I am pretty excited let's go First of all, I hope you all had a amazing Christmas season. We are coming to a conclusion. Like I said, today is the 12th day of the Christmas season. And guys, it's been beautiful. It's been so wonderful. And it's been so different. I know. It's not like been our usual kind of Christmas season which has had its ups and downs. I know a lot of us really, like, get together with a ton of family, and we enjoy Christmas that way. And this year, a lot of that, like, just wasn't able to come for- to fruition because of coronavirus and all kinds of other um, facets that went into it. And so this year has been very different for a lot of people. And for my family personally, my sister wasn't able to come home for Christmas, so she actually got to stay up with my brother up in Ohio and his lovely wife Sarah, and she was actually there um, over Christmas break, and she's been able to share new memories with them as they celebrated their second Christmas together. And so even though things have been different, things have been exciting and adventurous and new. And so for our own family, personally, we had a lovely Christmas. It was my brothers and I, and then my mom and my dad. And guys, I got this fluffy, fluffy, super fluffy robe for Christmas. And it's like plaid, but then the insides like a Sherpa material and if you know me i'm like constantly cold like i would say, i was going to say always but that's not accurate i'm i'm pretty much like 90% of the time cold and so i love this thing like i i sleep in it and i'm just so warm all the time and now it's like you know like when you wake up in the morning you don't want to get out of the cold covers now like i'm like ready for the day i don't i don't care because like i got this awesome robe to like throw on and keep me warm i am loving it i also got some new sneakers and for those of you that know, I, I go running quite often, and so I basically ran through my other sneakers. I had holes, and like the heel came off, and the sole of the shoe was falling off. And Mom and Dad got me some new running sneakers for Christmas, which was pretty awesome. They were much needed. And um, I didn't realize how, um, <laughs> how, my, how how the other sneakers were making the runs so much more difficult than they needed to be. So I had a lovely Christmas with my family. We got to go Christmas caroling, and we got to make goodie boxes for our neighbors and everything, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful season, and I just love Christmas every year because we get to celebrate the birth of Christ, and from that stems all kinds of joyful activities that I truly love. So, oh, I almost forgot. I also, for Christmas, got some awesome new audio stuff, so if you hear a difference in the quality of the podcast, and um, right now I'm wearing these fancy headphones that I can hear my own voice. And I'm realizing how annoying I sound. So to all of you people that listen to my annoying voice, uh, I understand how you feel now. <laughs> so I, it's pretty cool. I have this new microphone in front of my face. And i uh, new headphones, and I feel pretty legit right now, pretty professional sitting here recording this podcast episode. So mom and dad graciously got me some new recording equipment because I actually wasn't able to record any podcast over the last month of December because my device and my recording utensils all just decided to stop working at the same time. So I had no way of recording podcasts, but now I do, guys. So God is good, and I am so excited to see what he has in store for this podcast. But I hope you guys had a lovely Christmas with family, and that you just really enjoyed the time of our Lord's precious birth. And today is very exciting because we celebrated the epiphany of our Lord over this past weekend. And guys, I'm kind of still in like epiphany celebration right now. I wanted to talk about the epiphany of our Lord today because I've been contemplating Matthew, the second chapter, and in the gospel, um, in reading about the Magi and the wise men who followed the star to Bethlehem, their their journey, how they traveled so far to greet and adore the Christ child, even though they weren't even members of the Jewish faith. Like, they still had that deep longing for the Messiah to come and, as they say, ransom captive Israel. And and so, it, I've just been really dwelling on this, and I had some thoughts that I really wanted to share with you guys, because it's kind of encouraging going to this new year, actually. So, first, I want to read you guys the um, section from Matthew that I just mentioned. Um, So, Matthew chapter 2, verse 11 says... On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they ne- knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So that's just that section that I've been thinking about, specifically over um, the epiphany. And it's been pretty cool, and it's it's encouraged me to delve into, like, t- t- blah, blah, blue, blue. <laughs> I cannot talk. I'm, like, really excited. I have so much I want to tell you guys, and, like, I'm stumbling over my own words. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about the traditional roots of the Epiphany, because um, I don't think a lot of people know that, you know, for many centuries, Roman Catholics, as well as um, Christians in in Eastern rites, they've honored this pilgrimage of the Magi within the Christmas season. In, in fact, the Epiphany is considered the 12th day of Christmas, which would be today. Um, theologically, The Epiphany commemorates the manifestation of Christ to the entire world, which in other words means that this is the event that reveals Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. And so, you know, while we do primarily focus on the revelation to the Magi, the church also teaches um, specifically that this manifestation occurred at two other events. I mean, we see in Matthew uh, chapter 3, verse 13 to 7, um, Christ's baptism, when God's voice from heaven says, you know, this is my Son. Um, The beloved with whom I'm well pleased. But then also, uh, John chapter 2, verse 1 through 12, uh, at the wedding at Cana, when Jesus performed his first miracles, there's two other manifestations of um, the Son of God, the Messiah. Um, Something I just want to remind you guys, rejoice. It's still Christmas. Um, The Feast of the Epiphany, the 12th day of Christmas, reminds us that Although the world has packed up Christmas for another year and kind of put the trees away and put the decorations away, we, as Catholics, still are celebrating the birth of our Savior, and we're blessed to have another day to ponder the profound meaning of the Incarnation, you know, that Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, came down to earth to meet us in our need, to dwell and and walk among us, take the form of our human nature, and, uh, oh, by the way, to save us from our sin, like, guys, uh, how do we not rejoice for this for 12 days, like? Could you imagine celebrating Christmas just for one? I couldn't. Like, what an incredible gift worth celebrating and reverencing for far more than one day. So, I think the better question is, how can we respond to this gift? You know, not just the gift of celebrating Christmas, but the gift of salvation. The gift of being rescued from our fallen nature. The gift of of complete and utter self-sacrifice. Of total love how do we how do we respond to that gift and i have some tips for you guys and for those of you that may not know i am a huge fan of abbreviation in fact my dad and i will kind of play this mental game where we go back and forth trying to see who can alliterate or yeah alliterate the most and get the most words in a row that have the same burst consonant so, it's pretty fun. I like to do this with him. And the words that came up for this podcast are ponder, pray, and praise. So, on the Feast of the Epiphany, let us remember these kind of three tips and, and honor Christ's manifestation to the world by taking time to ponder, pray, and pay praise. So, the first one I want to talk about is pondering. I was thinking about that verse, O come let us adore him, and how the three magi traveled very far to greet the Messiah, you know. I've heard legend that their journey actually took 3 to 12 months. So let's ponder that for a second. Like, to what length do we spend time with the Lord? What length do we spend time in pursuing Him in prayer or adoration? Do we take that kind of dedication that the Magi took from, like, almost a year's worth um, to find the baby Jesus... Or, or do we remain steadfast in our quest to strive, you know, first for the kingdom of God, as Matthew 6 says? I, I found myself um, dwelling upon a prayer of just like, Lord, don't, allow me to never grow complacent like in my quest for you. Like, allow me to have the same vigilance and the same fortitude that the Magi had. May I go to the same great lengths to encounter you in the ways that I can. A holy mass and Eucharistic adoration... And just being kind to my brother. Like, allow me to go to the greatest lengths possible, just as the Magi did. I was thinking about another verse from a hymn, um, like, that the gold I bring to crown him again. Um, from the um, We Three Kings, that hymn. And, and how the wise men gave Jesus the finest gifts. Gifts that were, were truly fit for a king. And so it made me think of the question, do I give Jesus the best part of my day in prayer? Do I, do I give him the fullness of my heart, the best of myself that I can? You know, by seeking to do his will above mine. Like, do I do that? Do I bring him the finest of gifts, the finest of what I'm able to offer? Do I give it for him? Now, this isn't to say that the messy stuff, the broken stuff, the stuff that's in your life that you would rather it not be in your life, That doesn't mean that you set all that aside and you just ignore it and you give God um, a perfect kind of thought of yourself or or a manifestation of something that's not accurate in regards to you. That's not what I mean. What I mean by the finest gifts is is being aware of your messiness, being aware of your fallenness, being aware of your brokenness, but giving God the best that you can, of trying the best you can every day to honor Him, of being the kindest that you can every day, of being humble, just doing your best and giving him the finest that you can within your mess. And I found myself thinking, like, Christ, just, you are my king. Like, allow me to renew my de- devotion to you as a king. Like, allow me to love you in such a way that, that I express my gratitude for you coming to me, not only on Christmas, but just all the time. Like, allow me to recognize and, and have a profound awareness that you are the king not only of the universe, but of my heart. You're the king of my entire life. And I give you authority over my entire life. Like a king has authority over his people. I give you authority over me. And you don't need my permission, Lord. You, you have the permission. But I, I give you my cooperation with your authority and, and with what you want for my life. Um, a supernatural faith brought the Magi to the stable. And, and upon their encounter with Jesus um, Mary, Joseph, basically the whole Holy family, their lives were forever changed. And how are our lives changed by the birth of Christ? You know, thousands of years later, how, how are our lives changed? How, how does, how does this change anything for you? For me, it was a profound awareness of like a resurrection feeling I had within me. Something that maybe I didn't notice was dead or didn't notice was wilting Um, When I woke up, up on Christmas morning, I just had this feeling of resurrection of like, he has come again. He has come again in a way that I can perceive him, in a way that I can hold him, in a way that I can feel accepted because he comes, he comes as a tiny little infant who is completely dependent. And so how does that birth, how does that change us? How does that change our lives? And for me, it was a realization of a resurrection feeling of, of the birth of Christ is he comes and he dwells with us so individually, but also very communally. And he's very personal in the way that he um, remains with us. And, he, and he's oh so tender, oh very, very tender. And it posed me with the question of, of how do I order my days, you know, according to this encounter that I had with the newborn king? Like, how do I order the rest of my days? with with joy you know with humility with patience with peace with adoration of the christ child in my heart just just stopping throughout the course of a day and just realizing his presence there and just adoring him adoring him and just being in awe of his littleness of his tiny preciousness you know whenever there's a newborn baby like you can't like play with them you can't like do fun things like you know um, play games or, or tickle them or, or anything like that because because they're just so little. all you can really do is look at them and hold them and um, that's like all you can do. like when you're holding a baby you really can't do much other. you can't do much else you can't you know really wash dishes or or do other things. you just have to be with the baby you know and and having that encounter with Christ during the Christmas season you know just kind of made me realize like it's okay to not to not really do anything but hold him. Like just, just be with him. Just just look at his tiny little face and imagine what he would have looked like and what his cry would have sounded like. And just being with him, you know. Just being with the baby. You can't you can't do anything else because you're holding him and he needs your attention and and I thought the same was true of the precious Christ child this past Christmas season. You know, a little Lord Jesus. Like my faith in you has grown. Thanks praise be to God has grown, you know, specifically during this Christmas season, and, and it's, like, how could it not? How could our faith not grow after an encounter like that? Like, like, may you, sweet Jesus, like, always find room in our hearts to rest your precious head. Like, may you always have a place to, to lay your head. May our hearts be a manger of, of the softest hay for you, you know? Moving to my third tip about praying, um, as Catholics, we attend Holy Mass. I kind of say Catholics weird there. I don't really know why I said that. As Catholics, <laughs> as Catholics, we, we attend Holy Mass on the Epiphany. Um, and the church also offers, you know, a special home blessing for the feast day. So for us, we put on our door, we do the house blessing. And then on our door, we put the year, the first two numbers of the year. And then we put M plus C plus B, which are the um, the initials of the three wise men. And then plus um, the last two numerals of the year. So, like, it's 20 plus C plus M plus B plus 21 on our door. And that's the house blessing. And it's kind of, like, um, kind of reminds me of the Paschal mystery of putting, like, the blood of the lamb upon the doorpost. And how it kind of sets us apart in, in that regard. So, I think that's a really cool kind of, like, tangible form of something we do during the Epiphany season. And, and, you know, this can be done anywhere. If you live alone, with your roommates, within a family, I encourage you to do that. Um, so before, you know, epiphany, just just make sure you have a piece of chalk. And, and what you do is you ask the the priest to bless your house, bless a piece of your the chalk, and also be sure to have blessed holy water on hand. So the custom is that you bless the entrance of your home, and then you write the initials of three wise men and the numbers above the doorway with the blessed chalk. And so then afterwards, you sprinkle the doorway in each room of your home with holy water. And my dad does this, and it's kind of, like, really cool Has to see him as the patriarch go through and, like, basically, like, give God possession of our house, which is kind of cool, like, to make sure that every ounce of our house is occupied with his presence. So this is a lovely tradition that truly invokes the peace of Christ upon our house and those who dwell in it. And I would assume to all those who visit as well. So um, if you guys... Want to know more about this traditional blessing and just the more specifics about it? There will be a link in the show notes that you guys can check this out. But I think it's a super awesome, tangible step that you guys can take this next year to just have Christ's presence remain uh, more fully in your house and stuff like that. The third tip is praise. And so this one came about by pondering the miracle of the birth and the manifestation of the Christ child. And Blessing your home with special prayers, you know, it is time to celebrate the Epiphany. And in many families, the wise men like arrive at the home's um, nativity display on the Epiphany. I know like our Catholic Church does that. They display the wise men like a distance away, and then on the Epiphany, it shows them um, arriving at the nativity scene. So after traveling like throughout the house during Advent and Christmas, days leading up to this feast, um, the wise men finally like arrive to the nativity scene. And in some countries, it's actually customary to give the gifts on the Epiphany instead of Christmas because that's the day that the wise men would have given, like, the gifts to Christ. And there's so many different opinions on when the wise men actually saw Christ and and all that kind of stuff. But Scripture specifically points it out in the Gospel of Matthew. And so, while, well, like, our own family exchanges gifts on Chris- on Christmas, we definitely do emphasize the three gifts of the Magi. And, um, we do have this game called Stella Nova and it's a really, really fun game. Um, so we play that and we like just focus on the gifts of the frankincense and the myrrh and the gold and like what they, what they symbolize and and all the entities that go into it. So like get to know like the reality and like get to kind of touch the faith and like understand it in its fullness and the tradition and, and everything like that. Um... And so it's still the Christmas season, guys. Today is the last Christmas season and it's it's still a celebration. We still got time to celebrate. And just remember, even though Christmas is ending, like we don't have to say goodbye to the presence of the Christ child. He can stay within our hearts as long as we invite him there. Like he is always willing to like join us and remain with us and spend time with us, guys. Before I end today's episode, I have some very exciting news for you guys. And the reason why I saved it to the end of the episode is because it's pretty exciting. It's pretty special news. My brother, Nathan, celebrated his birthday on the 1st of January. And guys, my brother is... (laughs) He makes me laugh so much. He is the best individual like he's just he's awesome he's so um humble and holy and joyful and I just love hanging out with him I love reading books with him outside we'll like sit in the swing on the in the swing outside that's like a bench swing and we'll like soak in the sunshine and just read books together we'll like bake together and we just have so much fun together he's so awesome he turned 22 and he's like the best big brother and no offense to my other brothers I hope I hope none of them heard that but anyway (laughs) Um, So yeah, we've just been celebrating Nathan, and he's awesome. So say a prayer for him, and um, I hope you keep him in in your intentions for his birthday, and that he may live another year for the glory of God. But the ooper-duper awesomer news is that my niece was born on january 1st the same day as nathan's birthday so if you guys have listened to previous podcasts you know that my older brother bradford and his wife sarah were expecting a little precious little baby and she was born on january 1st and her name is philomena rose guys is that not the prettiest name it's so gorgeous and she is gorgeous she is such a little She's just so pretty. I love her, and she's—I'm so excited to be a good aunt to her. I'm actually in the middle of like making her a ton of hats and a pretty little blanket. Guys, if you can't tell, I'm so excited. Like, I'm doing everything in my power not to let my voice go up, like, to, like to the rooftops when I'm talking because I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> but seriously, she is so beautiful, and Bradford is so excited. Like, I'm speaking specifically to Bradford because I've known him for a really long time, and just now to see him going into the role of being a dad is so beautiful, guys. Like, has a sibling, there's something so profound when you see your siblings become a parent because they've taken care of you. They've been kind of your um, protector and your guardian and kind of like a safe place for you, a safe friendship for you, um, at least mine have been. I've been very blessed to have good relationships with my siblings, and then when you see them take on that role like in a whole new grander way as a parent. It's so beautiful. And my other beautiful nieces and nephew, um, now have a cousin. So the family is growing and I'm just I'm so blown away by God's goodness. I'm so overwhelmed by how good he is. So now not only do we get to celebrate Mary the mother of God, Nathan's birthday, we also get to celebrate Philomena Rose's birthday and I am so excited. I'm just so excited for her little presence in my life now and it's gonna be awesome. I'm so ready to be her aunt. I'm just God is so good, guys. God is so good. Um, I have one more really, really exciting announcement, but you have to stay tuned for next episode because that's when we're doing the huge reveal. And it's been something I've been working on for a really long time with my sister Grace, and we are super excited to share it with you guys. So hang around if you want to hear that exciting news. But until next time, I pray that you continue to rest peacefully within the folds of Our Lady's precious mantle and that you continue to hold the Christ child within your heart and allow him to find a place there to rest his head and remain with you always. Until then, God bless.